0: In a scare podcast and i am one of your hosts matt speak and i am also one of your hosts joe jans and uh, beneath joe jans on my computer screen <laughs> appropriately is the superfan pescati mark Hi everybody you know, of the
1: podcast in a scare of the, of podcast, the podcast in a scare.
2: scare. Yeah, oh right. my gosh! Yeah, I I got kind of uh, ripped for that one by some listeners.
1: For those I'm of you sure. who don't know, that's called a continuity joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I'm tying it in from one
0: episode to the next, Joe.
2: <laughs> guys, guys, I actually listened to the whole episode, our last episode, and I, I, yeah, he, he, it.
0: He mentions that as though he's proud, Joe. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: wear it like a badge
1: of honor, Mark. I, you know.
2: It's geez. rough listening to me, man. I'm telling you.
1: You're telling me. Yeah. But you guys, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs>
2: but no, no, I I love how you guys are producing this show. Really, really great. Um, it, all the time and effort you guys are putting into this show. It's it's. Thank you for that.
0: Well, Joe or Mark, you are. Putting in quite a bit of effort into it
1: yourself, uh, so. For those of you who do not follow us on Twitter yet, you will be soon because it's unavoidable. Mark is knocking it out of the park. We are growing exponentially on the social medias. Um, we in we fact, may even Joe, invent our Joe, own social media. Yes. Why don't Why don't you uh, announce our new Facebook group? Oh, of course. Yes, we we are also killing it on the Facebook. Uh, we have decided to create our own Facebook fan group for Cinescare. So that way you don't have to simply just rely on our feeds, which may or may not get lost uh, throughout the rest of your Facebook friends feeds. Now you can join us at the uh, the Cinescare podcast group and uh, we can discuss openly all things horror. Uh, for example, today I just put up a post wanting to know what your opinion is on your favorite franchise. Is it, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Friday the 13th. Obviously, it's not Friday the 13th. So wow. go out and make your vote. Your vote counts. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, actually, last time I looked at that, Halloween
0: was quite ahead. I mean, Just, it very much Yeah, ahead. yards ahead. Yeah. Yards. Uh, and that's not the only announcement that we have this week. We also have a new shop. Uh, that we have created with t shirts. I'm wearing one right now for the boys. You guys of course can't see me, but it looks uh, adorable. It
2: is it looks it great.
0: Is, it's fantastic and actually it feels really good. It's a nice soft material, but not that really thin stuff that makes it look like you've got boobs um when you when you have boobs. And, it's a uh,
1: it's a hundred percent cotton, four and a half ounce Gildan.
0: Yeah. For those exactly. of you in the industry, yes. <laughs> and there are other options. There's a couple other. There's one that is, a what do they call that, banded, Joe? Is that what they call that? A
1: ringer tee. A ringer tee, that's right, yes. not banded. Banded, not banded is what
0: the old uh, <laughs> men
1: wear. Yeah. Um, they have burlap sacks you can wear, <laughs> garbage bags.
0: Actually, they do have bags, Joe. We have a couple th- tote bags.
1: You, you know what else they have that I'm just flattered? I, I just, uh, there's bath mats. You yeah. can get your own Cinescare bath mat. It's yeah. just, it's amazing, that. and like throw pillows and um, cases for your iPhone four, travel mugs and
2: coffee mugs. No. Yeah,
0: yeah, they've got uh, tra- yeah, right, travel mugs, coffee mugs. There's uh... Spanx. There's no space. <laughs> There's no space. But I'ma sit on the
1: wrong site.
0: We we've got to figure out a way to design leggings because they do have that option on there. But uh, also,
1: oh, one I of can the do things, that. They have
0: beach towels. Beach towels.
1: That'd so, be cool. Yeah. What better uh, way to show your fandom appreciation than to take a giant blanket of Sinister with you to the beach? Exactly. I, I think of all the, the heat that, that would way. absorb with that black oh. background.
0: You you'd be so hot you wouldn't you'd want be to go to. The toasty. Beach.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um actually and so you guys can get there by going to threadless. That's threadless as though you have no threads dot com. So um that's and we will post that to our groups. On Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, and and really uh, we get a little bit of money from that, and it'll go to it'll go towards our hosting and recording sites that we use, uh, and maybe eventually upgrading equipment and that sort of thing. So it'll it'll just help us. There's no you know you're not making money on podcasts generally speaking, but uh, it'll it'll help us at least uh, kind of pay for the things that we do need um you have to have a hosting site and you have to have a recording site especially the way we do it because we record remotely from each other we're not obviously we're not in the same room with each other so uh, all those things cost money and uh you know every any uh thing you buy will will go towards that there's also pins joe
1: that you can put on your jean jacket oh great Oh, yeah.
0: that's like, so like 80s. in the
1: eighties. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So by early, totally. by often we, we get mere coppins, uh, and royalties for this. So, uh, fill up your shopping cart and God, I cannot wait to see how that, uh, cart takes off, uh, this coming Christmas. You know, it's the gift that just keeps on giving. Everybody's going to want Cinescare in their stockings. Oh, I believe. although that. by then we'll probably have Cinescare stockings.
0: But oh, we can, Hey, that would, that's a great <laughs> idea. actually. Yeah. Um, And actually, Joe has been designing some new designs for the shop uh, that that he will be posting before long. So uh, there's going to be some big things coming up with the Cinescare shop and our merchandise.
2: Yeah, that Jaws Cinescare logo that Joe did uh, for the podcast is amazing. I can't wait to get that. It's it's awesome.
1: That will certainly be my first purchase.
0: I've received a lot of messages, uh, compliments on that thing. And, of course, I took credit
1: for it. That's no, fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um,
0: okay, so. Just as so
1: long as you take credit when the copyright infringement police come knocking at my door, I'll just nope. say, oh, you got to go And Then I'm going to point it right to you. <laughs> uh, okay, so. We do have one more thing to encourage people, our listeners, our loyal fans to do. Yes. On our yes. behalf. Uh, we would like you guys to voice your opinion. We would like you guys to go out there and start reviewing our podcast wherever podcasts are available. So find us, uh, you know, Cinescare at, for example, the Apple Podcasts, and please write a review. Uh, we encourage you to be honest. If you think we need to punch it up a bit, let us know. If you think we're knocking it out of the park, park that's good, too. Uh, if you think we need to work on our diction, you know, let us know. Well, that's so... Mean. <laughs> if you think Mark does not make sense, let us know. If you <laughs> if so you'd like us to if you'd like us to make a distinction between what was it homage and homage, uh, Cabbage no, or... uh, <laughs> no, you, uh, and homage? was it collage and homage? Collage, yeah, yes, collage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they had this whole section that was a collage to Jaws. No, that was an homage. Mark, yeah. but, uh, I, think or... you,
0: I think you might have to make a super fan. Podcast cinescare.
1: Uh T shirt too, maybe Joe. Oh or, you could just do like the Superman logo but with the bloody S for Superman or,
2: yeah. or, or or you can correct me, uh it's Scheider, not Snyder <laughs> right
1: it is yeah. Schneider. it's it's amazing how many times matt and i just let
0: that go <laughs> i can't episode. believe you did that's you know that's really kind of a testament to my brain because i it it every time he said schneider i thought of making fun of him but then <laughs> i'd let him talk for a bit and i'd completely forget forget
1: about, about it. it yep yeah. i was in the same boat it was in a bigger a, boat but we had a
2: listener. Uh, A friend of mine who listens to the podcast, he texted me, and he's going, you dummy. (laughs) (laughs) I get Snyder, not Snyder. I was screaming at my phone.
0: Well, that's Uh, all right. That's why you're not a host. You're just super fan. I'm super fan. Uh, Okay. So uh, was there any other announcements that we had?
1: No? No. I think we're good.
0: Well, I one thing I wanted to talk about was uh well, actually I just wanted uh, there were a couple movies that I watched. Did you guys watch anything this week?
2: Oh, yes, I did. Yes, all right. I, I did.
0: did we all watch Fear Street 1994?
1: I yes. watched the first 5 minutes of it and fell asleep. How
0: which, How? What time because, did you
1: turn it? Well, no, I just got <laughs> back from vacation. I oh. just driven um 19 and a half hours. Okay. Uh, or I was in the car for nineteen and a half hours. I drove thirteen hours of that, and I was exhausted. I re- it, the first five minutes looked awesome. I do want to revisit it, and I'll probably do that tonight. But yeah, please just don't spoil anything.
2: It's the okay. effort, Joe.
1: Well, you know we can talk about it. Um, we can talk
0: about it next time or something like that.
1: But well, I... next time we'll be able to talk about all of them, I believe.
2: When? Uh, how oh, often yeah. do they come out?
1: They're every, like every, every week. Every week. Soon. Yeah, oh, yeah. there'll be another week. one this Friday, and then the last one the Friday after that. So yeah. there's three. three of them, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah uh, next Friday, or actually when this... Actually, it'll be coming out the day this episode comes out. Okay. Uh, it'll be... That, that one's Fear Street 1978, which looks kind of like a Friday the 13th kind of thing. Oh,
2: yes, it is.
0: And then... The 1666. Yeah, the following Friday is Fear Street 1666, which obviously goes back witches in time to like that. yeah the Salem witches
2: and that sort of thing. But Matt, but Matt, just just tell me one one thing: that kill at the end at the grocery store. Yeah, amazing. Were,
0: yeah, that was a that was an amazing and it was unexpected. So um, it was. Yeah, but uh, no spoilers. No, no I'm, I'm not going to re- watch it. I'm not watching anything. It now. No,
2: I didn't spoil nope. anything. Like, I
0: know the whole oh, thing. Oh, there's not going to be a death in it. <laughs> no, uh, but I will say that I, I, at, for a while, I was, I was a little put off by the music. Yeah. uh the, the, there was just so much incidental music and mic drops. But mm-hmm. then I kind of realized that that's sort of the way those '90s movies were. They had a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, that was very. Um, you know i guess john williams esque there's a lot of music in movies at the time and a
2: lot of references to scream
0: yeah th- this was this one was very influenced by scream there were a lot of meta references and that sort of thing and then of course the the music and and that sort of thing that just like in scream there were a lot of uh, popular songs from that time in scream well this this movie it was a little bit much i felt like they went a bit overboard with it cuz th- there were like mic drops that were like 3 seconds long you yeah. know it seemed like but
1: let's see with my huge involvement in that that whole 5 minutes that I watched it really seemed to me more like a stranger things homage
0: uh not Really, I mean, uh, other than the fact that it's, but it, and they're older because they're high schoolers. So, n- I, I, not really. Uh, it was uh, because, and Stranger Things is set in
1: the eighties.
0: I think you're thinking that because of the the mall, maybe the shopping that mall, yeah. yeah, yeah, that might have been yeah. a, a the shopping not-
1: mall. And and the music. I mean, they both had killer yeah. soundtracks. Yeah, so, yeah, no um, pun intended. A
0: little bit, but I think you once you <clears> watch <throat> it, you'll be reminded a lot of Scream. Okay. Um, yeah, well, it's good. I like Scream. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, but it's not. I mean, it, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that it's. It. I. It's not like a overt homage to scream. There's there's elements that that will remind you of
1: it. But yeah. it's an overt collage. Collage. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: so we can skip that one. But I did watch the Clove Hitch Killer for the first time this week, and yes! that was a pretty darn good movie. I I thought it's it's um it's definitely a thriller, uh, and. I thought it was fantastic. It's about this kid who uh, he he goes out with a girl and he, he basically borrows his dad's truck without his dad knowing. He sneaks out, picks up this girl, and they go to basically have a make-out session, I think is what it's supposed to be. And when they're about to get going into making out, she kind of reaches over and feels something and pulls it up and it's a piece of paper. And she opens it and it's like this very graphic photo of, of sort of an S&M uh, picture, right? And she's like, this is in your truck. And he may, he had made it seem like it was his truck. It wasn't his dad's and to impress her. And so she's like, this is in your truck. And he's like stuck. Do I say it's my dad's picture? <laughs> or is it mine? Which is worse, you know? So he doesn't really say much of anything. And then he begins to suspect that there's something wrong with his dad, you know? And uh, in the meantime, over all of this, there's also um, a string of murders that have happened in this town. So then he starts to suspect, hey, is my dad the one? And he starts to find things that make him believe that yes, it is his dad. And so he kind of teams up with this girl, and they they investigate. Uh, but I won't go too much further than that. But it, it's it, there's not a mystery involved. You know who exactly who the killer is pretty much the whole time. Uh, and 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 all and they. They don't, you know, it's not, I'm not giving anything away with that. It's really about this kid's, the kid not being sure. We know more than the kid knows, right? He's, it's like a, uh, you know the sort of thing where the the main character doesn't know as much as the audience knows and so that is where the tension is built in that we know what's going on and the kid kind of suspects but he doesn't want to believe it about his dad which makes sense right you know you you wouldn't want to think that of your dad so i but i I really enjoyed it what it, did you guys watch it or mark or
2: yeah yeah i watched it um this is going to be in my top 10 favorite movies of of the year i i loved it that much I actually. Well, th-
0: I mean, it didn't come out this year.
2: Oh, didn't? It? What, what, no, when it, did it come out?
0: It came out in I think 2015, maybe or something like that, 2016. Oh gosh!
2: Yeah. I, I this movie completely missed my radar. I I love this movie, love it. Um, I almost like it as much as Spontaneous. Um, I think Dylan McDermott, who plays the father, is brilliant in this. Um, just that once. Oh. Just that one scene when he's just kind of uh, don't want to spoil anything, but he's kind of kind of having a, a fit on the bed. Um, I, it's this movie's fantastic. The acting's great. The direct, uh, there's a little twist and turns at the end. You don't know how it's going to be. This movie's phenomenal. Joe, I, I really really want you to watch this movie. That, that
1: where did you guys see this at? I, I think, saw it
2: on. I saw it, it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I think okay.
0: it's yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Right.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, it is. I I definitely highly recommend that one. It's a good thriller. Uh, Joe, did you watch anything? I know Joe was on vacation. You might want to tell about at least part of your vacation.
1: Uh, Yeah, I didn't get to watch anything, but I did get to experience the horror of family travel in a van Um, (laughs) cross-country. We drove from Iowa to through Nebraska and uh, which I don't know if any of you of our listeners live in Nebraska, uh, but it is horrific in boredom. Um, Anyway, we drove up to Rocky Mountain National Park, um, Park City, Utah, Las Vegas, Grand Canyon, uh, Moab, Arches National Park, the whole nine yards spent 10 days doing nothing but uh, driving and adventuring. But while I was there, On this trip, I did make a stop off at, I believe it was called Estes Park, Colorado, and I got to see the Stanley Hotel, the inspiration for the hotel in The Shining. Um, And I did confirm that they do, in fact, have a hedge maze. Unfortunately, it's only a handful of years old and only three and a half feet tall. So navigating your way through the hedge maze is as easy as looking. Oh, no, I go left. Uh, the hotel is um, gorgeous. Uh, I did, I only really made it through the front doors into the lobby. Uh, there is a gift shop. Unfortunately, I don't think they're entitled to any of the licensing rights for anything for The Shining. Um, so a lot of it just has the word red rum on a lot of merchandise, which is fine. Um, you actually have to purchase a little coin as you come in for $10. That's your parking fee, but you can redeem that coin at the gift shop for a credit of $5. I opted to just simply keep the coin because it had the logo for the Stanley Hotel on it It looked much nicer than most of the stuff to buy. But uh, if you're ever in the area of Estes Park, Colorado, I highly recommend just for the, I guess, kitschiness of it, stop at the Stanley Hotel. At least you can tell people on your podcast that you did that. So like I did.
0: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, I, 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 that's one place I've always wanted to go. And I want to go to the, the place where they actually film the movie, The Shining, uh, which is in, I think, in Oregon. Um, but, uh, Mark, did you watch any other movies?
2: Well, I finally watched Cavette. Oh, Caveat. Caveat, Caveat. <laughs> caveat. Dang it! Cat Cav- Caveat. Yeah, I I watched it and uh, I guess I'm the tiebreaker. Joe didn't like it. Matt loved it. Thought it was uh, one of the uh, best movies he's seen all year. Um, I'm kind of in the middle. I see exactly what Joe's talking about. How slow it is. Um, But I really like the idea of the whole entire movie. um, Him being chained up. I like the ghost at the end. Uh, I thought it was really creepy and it perfectly cut um at the end i
0: like the part where uh the guy he was in that crawl space and he keeps looking over and the body is changed a little bit or what i don't want to give too much away for
2: people yeah, who haven't seen it, it but it's but that creepy. whole part i
0: thought was very effective yeah
2: but there's a lot of dumb uh plot holes in this movie i mean why did he why did he not just call the police why did he call the guy that sent him there like paid him to be there um there was just like, he gets shot, he gets shot in the leg by a crossbow. And I, but I, I mean, it, I was scared because I'm a sucker for holes in the wall. Like you stick things that sounded bad. I'm a, <laughs> um, I'm a sucker for when people make a hole in the wall and you stick hands, and that sounds bad. Too.
1: It sounds like a glory hole.
2: I know. Okay, so you know, there's holes in the wall, and people put their eyes in it, <laughs> by it to look through. It scares me. Okay, I feel like someone's gonna, you know, stick something in the hole and.
1: I think that would scare most people.
0: This is yeah. like a train wreck. I, I I'm just <laughs> letting him go because I don't know where this is gonna
2: wind oh, up. Well, you, there's this scene in in. The movie where there's a hole in a wall where the phone is on the other side, and he's gonna reach in, and she's standing right there, and she breaks his finger, and that stuff is so tense for me, it scares the hell out of me.
1: All right, well, which, well. Is, which is precisely why I don't stick any appendages <laughs> through a hole in the wall.
2: God dang it! It's like I'm talking for thirty seconds and I give a layup.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Um, so
2: so yeah. But hey,
0: at least we have a lot of desk noises from you slapping at the table to oh gosh, uh, I'm for sorry. Joe to edit out this week because actually I'm going to be in Iowa, so you're going to have to edit this week. Okay,
2: <laughs> sorry about <laughs> I'll,
1: that. I'll edit it deep and hard.
2: <laughs> oh gosh. So um, so I did I did enjoy caveat, and but I Kevatt? I do agree. Did I say it wrong again?
1: No, you said. No, it. you said it right
0: this time. <laughs> I was just giving you <laughs> hard time. Okay. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Mark, and uh, he's the tiebreaker. But unfortunately, in order for it to be as certified, it's got to be it's got to be three, three for votes. three. Oh, but yeah. I I challenge Joe to give it a few months and revisit it when he's not sick. Uh, because I have a feeling your sickness impeded your ability to enjoy it, and you weren't watching it right, as Mark would tell you.
1: I watch a lot of things wrong, apparently. You do, you do. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, Joe, it, Joe's not. He's. It, I read the reviews uh, for caveat, and Joe's not. You know, alone on this. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty. A lot of people hated this movie and had the same uh, 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 thoughts as Joe did. So Joe's not. He's not alone in this.
1: Yeah, it was no psycho Gorman. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh God! Uh, all right. Well,
0: this Are week
2: we. we... Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought we were going to talk about them. Oh, did you finally oh, finish that's it? Right. Yeah, I finished it. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. What? what how did you feel?
2: Uh, got I gotta be honest. Um, I I love the acting. I love. It, I thought the pacing was really really slow. I thought there were unnecessary uh, episodes in it um I don't really understand if what what this series was trying to tell us um i it, it's it's kinda i kind of felt like it was humiliation porn if you if you know what i'm saying just with just the suffering of, i get that um of uh black people I thought a lot of it was uh unnecessary there were no redeemable uh um caucasian or uh, white people in this whole entire series not one and i found that kind of disturbing it it, it was just like a help me out with this cuz i'm trying to be pc i'm not trying to step on any toes or uh but do you understand what i'm saying
0: well i i i think that uh yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I guess they're they're they were a little overboard. I guess with with the, how evil everyone was, but a little um, overboard. But I mean, these I mean, people back then. Can you imagine a black family moving into a white neighborhood? That these things really happened. Um, so, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, who are we to say I didn't live through it? But yeah. I, my problem was that I just I felt like like you said, there were some empty episodes that didn't really need to be there. And I, and I felt like it was it was a, a story that was stretched out over too many episodes. There just wasn't enough for them to do. And it got a little I thought a little lost in uh, some of the ghost elements that never really, um, you know, I, I don't think they were ever really developed very well.
2: And um, the tap dance man was great, I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that whole character was pretty interesting, and and they actually shot that at this restaurant down the street from from me, so uh, Frank's Frank's restaurant.
1: I was just thrilled that Mark was able to promote, pronounce the title correctly. <laughs> Them, yeah. He didn't call it theme, theme, yeah, or theme. <laughs> theme. Have you heard of this
0: movie Theme? It's so good.
1: <laughs> there's a there's a series on Amazon called Theme.
0: Yeah. Uh. Okay. So. Our theme this week, or our them this week, if you're Mark, is <laughs> is our personal top ten favorite horror movies. Now, these this is I I'm, I'm I I think we all have our own methodology for what how we picked our own favorite horror movies. Um, I I will be the first to admit that at any given time, the first five I think are pretty well set for me, but. Or one through five, but six through ten could be mixed in with an, any number of movies, horror movies. So I kind of made sure that I slipped in a couple that were fairly recent, and uh, and then had my my usual. And I have a feeling we're going to have some overlap in our movies. I would imagine. I can't imagine that we wouldn't. Um, but and there will be some left off of each of our lists as well that that might surprise each other. But I I for me that's why I say favorite. I didn't say best because that's nearly impossible to say. But the movies that for me, how I came up with it, these are movies that I love, 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 that I could go back and watch again and again and that I do go back and watch repeatedly and that I think really had a huge impact for me personally and my love of horror. Uh, Anybody else have a different methodology for how they picked?
2: No, I, I, I did it pretty much uh, the same way. Just my top ten personal favorites. That's it. Um, Yeah, and I think a lot of people are going to be surprised uh, some are not on my list.
1: Yeah, might have to do a lot with rewatchability. Uh, I, I think these lists are kind of pointless myself just because they don't really mean a whole lot. It's just it's my opinion. Like you said, it's my opinion now. My opinion... A month from now, I'm sure it will be completely different, and my opinion six months ago is different than it is today. So this is just how I was feeling today, what I thought was what, and um, I, I'd also like to point out, I I don't want anybody getting bent out of shape because there's no like true traditional horror classics on my list. Um, you will not see The Cabinet of Dr. Kilgari on my list. You will not see the original Dracula. You won't see Psycho. Um, not that I don't think those things are good, but uh, I I do appreciate them in their own right. But if I sit down and I watch Creature from the Black Lagoon, <clears throat> I don't get the same reaction out of watching that movie today as I do something like let's say Jaws. Um, they they were great. They were scary back then in black and white when those were created. But I'm uh, I'm a bigger appreciator. I guess of more recent movies.
0: Oops, sorry. Uh, I I think that uh, that's perfectly valid, and and I can have a, a a great opinion of Dracula, or or have a lot of esteem for Vampire, or any of these old horror movies, classic horror movies, but or Rosemary's Baby, for instance i have a i I really have a great deal of admiration for that movie, but it's not one that i that I go and revisit every year. It's not one I revisit even every five or ten years even it's It's one I do once in a while and and so I think that is you know this is our favorites. these are the ones that we personally love and that have an attachment to us for some reason so all right yeah play. Yeah, I, I,
2: I, yeah, let's go all right
0: well. I guess I'll start us off. My sure. um number... I'm assuming we're going 10 through Yeah. 1 10. We're going to we're going to do it in the order <laughs> that you watch uh f- franchise movies. Yeah. yeah. You to go 10 to 1. Backwards, yeah. Yeah, it's backwards. <laughs> uh let's see. So, my number 10 and at, one of the things that I did was I wanted to make sure that I picked I, I, did, I didn't I did leave out recent movies that I really fell in love with. So I have a couple on here that are fairly recent. Um, and so my number 10 is Hereditary. And I don't know if you guys, if it's on one of your lists, we can just skip it and go. And then we can both talk about it or all talk about it when we get to that person. Right. So I saw another podcast did it this way. Uh, so we can just skip it. Since you have it, Joe, right? Yeah, I I do have it, yes. Okay, so we'll talk about it when it gets to you. So, Joe, what's your number 10?
1: Uh, Shaun of the Dead.
0: Uh, Oh, that is...
1: Hold on. Not on my 10, no. Mark?
2: It's not on mine.
1: Okay, Uh, like I said, I go by rewatchability. Shaun of the Dead, I watched the daylights out of that movie. I watched it to death, no pun intended. Um, Again, I'm a big fan of the director. I I love his work, and I actually I love the whole Cornetto trilogy that this was part of, mm-hmm. with uh, Hot Fuzz and was a World's End. Yeah. Um, I uh, the acting is great. The it's it's the funniest zombie movie I've ever seen. I can watch this movie again and again and again, and I often do. Uh, I I'll catch it on cable quite frequently. So, uh, yeah. To round out my number ten. That's Shaun of the Dead.
0: Excellent, yeah, that one I love. It's and it, yeah. and it, it could easily be in my top ten, but but it's um, not. But it's not. Uh, but and it and it might like this is one of those things. I think I told Mark when we were we were texting about this, is that it's a snapshot of right now. So six months yeah. from now, my list it wouldn't be completely different, but it, there would be a few probably on there that aren't on there now. So And also, I did have a little feeling of wanting, for a couple movies, wanting to um, push a couple movies that maybe aren't seen as, as much too. Uh, because really, I mean, there's 20 movies that could be in this list at least that, that yeah, you, know, exactly. you can juggle around and say, oh my God, why isn't that on there? So uh, I have a couple, one or two that aren't often mentioned in this category, but that I personally really love too. So uh, Mark, what's your 10?
2: Uh, just like, you know, Joe said, this is all about rewatchability. Um, all, all of my top 10, I at least watch, believe it or not, four times a year. Um, so my number 10 is The Hitcher, uh, directed by Robert Harmon. Um, it's the 1986, uh, the cast is Rector Howard, uh, C. Thomas Howell. I mean, uh, this movie a was a flop movie. in the movie theaters. Great movie. It, it, I love this movie. Love this movie. Uh, I mean, it was a flop in the movie theater, and uh, I don't know why uh, this movie is in this like the movie in the beginning is kind of like a Hitchcock feel. Uh, this movie is why I will never pick up a hitchhiker. Uh, it's it's just really intense. And uh, you know the premise of this film is a young man Jim Haley who's transporting a car from Chicago to California. Picks up a uh, Hauer, a hitchhiker, and he just does. He's already done a string of murders. See Thomas Howell gets. Uh, uh blamed for it by the cops there's cop chases Jennifer Jason Lee's in it as this uh uh truck stop waitress there's a great scene uh with Rutger Hauer and C. Thomas Howell uh in a diner where they just start talking kind of like a heat moment like Robert De Niro and uh Al Pacino there's a great scene where he picks up he's eating french fries and he picks up a bloody finger I mean this movie it's it's just fantastic. I, I I love this movie. I watch it at least four times uh, a year. It's just a good watch. It's just a great watch. And if you haven't seen it, please do. Please
0: do. Yeah, that that is a really good movie. I I uh, it. I don't know that it would be that high for me, but I really loved it and it's a dark movie. I know why it didn't do that well because it's pretty dark it's not it was it's yeah. not uh it, and it but it's intense it is a very intense yes. film excellent excellent choice mark I love that one thanks uh my number nine is the witch uh Robert egger's the witch which i i just i f this movie will probably I put it at nine only because the other ones I have on my list are such classics that it's hard for me to push them out of the way for it. but I given some years, it will probably move steadily up the list and be right up there with the shining for me. it's it's that good. I love it. I can watch I've watched this multiple times. I think I love I love a good slow burn and it's it's not too slow. Um, I think, I, f- I feel like it, it it has the exact methodical pace it needs to have. But when it goes there, it goes there. And it is uh, an excellent, uh, it's an excellent witch movie. There aren't a lot of witch movies that are particularly scary, but I found this one relatively scary and and at least unnerving uh, throughout. The music, the direction, everything. I, I just, and I think Robert Eggers, is really the greatest young director there is right now. I, I will go and see. The, I loved The Lighthouse. It's such a weird, fantastic film. Uh, and I'll see anything he does. He's He is uh, just a, an amazing writer and a fantastic director as well. So, yeah, that's The Witch. I believe that was from 2016 or 15. I can't remember exactly what year that came out now. Let me look.
2: Uh, it, it hurt me that I didn't put The Witch uh, in the top ten. It I, it killed me I, that I couldn't put it in the top ten. I, I was seriously debating. It was like around 12 or 11 where where it finally ended up. But I really wanted to put The Witch in, yeah. so I'm glad you did.
0: It's a great one. Uh, yes, it is. So, Joe, what's your number nine?
1: Well, I was raised Catholic, or as I like to call it, a Catholic. And I figured I'd be going to hell if I didn't talk about 1973, The Exorcist. Um, it it's again the rewatchability that's, that's higher up on mine. Oh, okay. So should we talk about it later? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on.
0: Uh, Mark, what's your number
2: nine? Yeah. Uh, number nine is Scream. Anybody got Scream on their have top ten?
1: Nope, I don't have it. Uh, it did not eke into my top 10. Yeah.
2: Um, 1996, directed by Wes Craven. Uh, this is the movie that brought back the Slasher films. Uh, Scream was written by uh, Kevin Williamson, uh, directed by Wes Craven. A talented cast Nev Campbell, Matthew Lillard, Skeet Ulrich, uh, Rose McGowan. I mean, Jamie Kennedy, that uh, Joe completely hates in that movie, apparently.
1: Um, uh, let me correct you. I hate him in all movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's good. What about uh, The Mask too? The son of Mask.
1: I rest my case.
2: <laughs> okay, I know. That was a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, Drew Barrymore, killing off Drew Barrymore was a great decision on... Uh, It just everybody was vulnerable. You don't know who's gonna be safe. Um, I mean, the the stabbing scene in uh, in the kitchen where they're stabbing each other. That's pretty much what cemented uh, this movie as uh, that will always probably be in my top ten. Even even, uh, the accident where uh, Skeet Ulrich uh, hits uh, Matthew Lillard. uh, Over the head with the phone, and he's going, Oh, you hit me with the phone, dick. I mean, that was uh, improvised. Um, Just just a fantastic movie. Um, Just love it. That's uh, number nine.
0: Oh, good. Um, You got more table slapping you can edit out too, Joe. Um, So, my number eight is John Carpenter's
1: The Thing. Yeah, I got that one too. I got it on my yeah. list. Okay.
0: Higher up for you guys?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh Joe, go ahead. What's your number eight?
1: My number eight is number seven. The Brad Pitt movie? Seven? Oh. <laughs> oh.
2: I was like Oh, you're considering that horror? I am
1: considering that horror.
2: Ooh. It's, uh, it, oh, that's rough. Yeah. I'd say it's oh. I'd say it's
0: in there. Yeah, I'd say it's in there. Yeah.
2: Oh, that would have been in my top ten. Uh-huh. Oh, I like to okay. I like to
0: think outside the box. <laughs> okay, so tell us why, why it's on your uh, list, Joe? I, I,
1: I, you know, again, I keep going. It not like a broken record, but rewatchability. Uh, I I loved it. I love the whole idea of somebody finally exposing all the seven deadly sins. The I, I, just how they, it's the ending it's the what's in the box ending. It's, it's how what's in the box? he's forcing another man to make a decision to either ruin a relationship or immortalize this villain. And, um, it's just such a fantastic twist at the end. And who doesn't love Morgan Freeman? You know, there's, I, I can't think of a single thing wrong with the, this movie. I I do feel bad that it's as low as it is on my list, but unfortunately there are some other fantastic movies that I have. It's just an absolute classic in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I do I do. I mean, I understand why Mark was shocked be, or not shocked, but surprised a little bit because uh, it. I don't know that everyone would consider that horror, but I. I personally think that it is. And I don't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, it it, it uh, plays like a horror movie. And certainly that ending is a horror ending. So well, I, 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 yeah, if, totally. you,
1: if you think about it, there is a villain who goes around killing people. How is yeah. that not a horror film? Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's being told from the detective's point of view would probably make people think more of it's like a, an adventure thriller whodunit type of thing. But when you boil it down to it, I'm look at all the things that he does and what happens, he's it's just he's a serial killer.
2: Yeah, that, that that scene uh with they think the corpse in the bed that comes back and starts gasping for air and starts coughing. I jumped out of my seat at the movie theater when that happened. But what a jump scare.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a great one. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good one. Excellent. I love that movie. Uh mm-hmm. Mark, what is your number eight?
2: My number eight is The Thing. That's the one. Uh, All right. It, it's Joe, high.
0: I think Joe yeah. has it higher, so we'll um, – Unless we'll it's wait. Joe's number six. I don't know. We'll talk about it when it's Joe's. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, so my number seven – right? We're on seven? Yeah. Sure. My number seven is – and this one is a, a little – uh, Curveball, and it's one, it's it's not a new film. It came out in 1981, but it's one that I've only seen recently because it's not available very often. It uh, is one that you have to really look for. You'll see it... Uh, uh, on DVD, you'll see it on Blu-ray, but it does not show up on streaming. It does not show up anywhere. I'm, I think there's some rights issues with it. So anyway, that is 1981's Possession. Uh, and this is a film that I, I'm quite sure neither of you guys have seen. It's directed by uh, Zerlowski is his name. Uh, and Andrezev. I, I, I never understood how to pronounce his first name, but the last name is Zerlowski. And uh, most people just refer to him as L- Uh It is starring Sam Neill, a very young Sam Neill, and Isabel Ajani in roles. And they, they play a couple who are going through really basically a divorce. The, the wife is done with him and is wanting to move on. And it's about the disillusion of their marriage. And as someone who's gone through this a couple times, <laughs> I can identify with some of the emotions. Obviously, my situations were uh, nothing like this. Um, but at the same time, you still see, you can see some, but anybody who's been in a relationship, I think, can see some of the um, parallels between what these, this couple went through and what, what any couple goes through when they really are struggling together and 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 especially when the relationship is beginning to fall apart and it's fantastic it's it's very strange it's a weird one uh it's one that isn't easily accessible uh to to many people but it's a fantastic film sorry about the plane overhead Uh, And the dog barking. I've got all kinds of noises going on here today. But anyway, possession from 1981. This is one that you will have to seek out, and you'll have to buy a Blu-ray or DVD, or see it when it's in a film festival near you, which is how I saw it. I saw it actually in a double feature of uh, The Fly, David Cronenberg's The Fly, and this movie. And they both are very similar because David The Fly is very much about relationships as well, um, in a way. Uh, just in a slightly different way, but yes, that is possession from 1981. I highly re- recommend this movie.
2: I, I've never seen yeah,
0: it. I hadn't either until just probably five years ago. They had a wow. double feature um, special presentation at the Egyptian Theater here in Hollywood, and um, I absolutely fell in love. And I went out and bought it. And but it's it's hard to get a hold of. You can get on Amazon. I think they have a Blu-ray version. That's about forty bucks. And I got like a um, uh, some kind of Asian, I don't know if it's Korean or Japanese or whatever <laughs> version. Um, it, all the writing on the on the you know box is is in Korean, I think. Uh, but anyway, I got that on eBay, and it's the movie, but it's bootleg. Yeah, but it's a very strange, almost David Lynch esque kind of film, which is right up my alley. I love the weird ones. So anyway, that's number seven for me. Joe, what's your number seven?
1: Well, we can finally all talk about it now. It was uh, John Carpenter's The Thing.
0: Excellent. Nice. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. That, the, fanta- I mean, the, the, start? the special effects in this movie are absolutely phenomenal. I know John Carpenter was, like, really bummed when this movie came out because it did not do very well at the box office. It opened up against um, Blade Runner, so very understandable. Uh, I don't understand how the critics at the time, including Roger Ebert, were, like, really putting down the special effects in this movie. I thought they were fantastic. I love what they did with the dogs and the aliens throughout this. Uh, I do agree. There's the scene where one of the guys, uh, he gets his spinal cord sort of ripped out of him and turns into one of the aliens, which the face looks a little hokey, but I mean, I can forgive that. And how could you go wrong? It's got Wilford Brimley in it. He's lovable. Its the best He's him. the best part of that entire movie, and I believe him 100 yeah. percent that he was never never infected with that alien.:
2: No, I, I believe that too. I, I don't think he was ever affected.: What about yeah, yeah, this movie. What about Kurt, Kurt Russell's
1: hat? <laughs> Kurt Russell's is hat is hat. Awesome. Huge I, awesome. I would love to have that hat and a helicopter. <laughs> yeah: That you know, when I retire someday, I want a helicopter, I want that hat, and I want Wilford Burnley riding shotgun.
2: I have a fishing hat sort of like that. It's it's great. You've got different you've got
1: different kinds of <laughs> dreams, don't you, Joe? I do. And actually, I'd like to state this for the record. I personally own a Wilford Brimley trading card.
2: Oh, from The yes.
1: or No, actually from the movie The Natural, when oh. he was the coach.
2: Oh yeah, he was uh, great as that He was
1: fantastic. Great. Should have been a farmer. Yeah. Um Oh man. He uh, I I bought this box set of uh The The Natural and it came with like a uh New York uh, Knights ball cap. It's got a Roy Hobbs autographed baseball, and it had like nine trading cards of players from the New York Knights, including Roy Hobbs and Wilfred Brimley. So that's that's in my collection. I absolutely adore that. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: that's yeah, that's my second favorite baseball movie, The Natural. Bull Durham's the first, but yeah, The Natural's great. He's great in it. No, did no, they, the thing's amazing. Uh, like who, it's it's a perfect whodunit. Uh, uh, you don't know who it is I, I love the scene with the the blood test when they're uh, heating up the little uh, uh, pin and it's just hitting it's a great jump scare uh when the guys doing uh, cpr pressing on the chest and the chest opens up and clamps down and it, it's it's a great film i i i watch this movie on a regular basis it's just wonderfully done it just almost ruined john carpenter's career um it was I believe it was fifteen million to make. It only made twenty million. So yeah, it was a flop. But was it Blade Runner a flop too?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, know, I that's, mean, that's, we talk about Blade Runner on the sci-fi podcast, so oh. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it didn't do that well. And I think part of it was because it's it's extremely gory, <laughs> you know. And I I think that uh, turned off a lot of people, especially at the time. But it's such a it is. It's such a fantastic mystery. And then, you know, the suspicion, suspecting each other, who who has the thing, who isn't real. You know, all of that is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what's your number seven?
2: My number seven, I think maybe someone's going to have this also, but my number seven is The Lost Boys. Does anybody have The Lost Voice?
0: Nope. Nope. That is For not anywhere shame. near.
2: <laughs> I don't shame. know that that would
1: crack my top 50. It's, what? It's certainly, not. I made 20, and it's not in there. What?
2: The Lost Voice? Oh, my gosh. Directed by Joe Schumacher. You got the two Corys. You got Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Did you listed okay, the two You're, reasons why I don't listed, like it, yeah.
1: <laughs> you listed the three reasons, really, why. The fourth reason. I,
2: I love. I grew up the same age as these kids. I mean, I love all of the Corey Feldman. We, you know
1: movies we were all the, the same May. age as those kids at some point? <laughs> but, yeah. The fourth reason is... How do you not like I don't it? really like greasy, oiled-up uh, saxophone players with their shirts off and their long hair.
2: That's a great song. If you watch your mouth right now, <laughs> okay? a that's thing. a fantastic, it's a, it is a fantastic. And I still believe.
0: It's a, mother. it's a fantastic gif. Actually. I love yes. to, to, yeah. to send that <laughs> gif every now
1: and then. Yeah.
2: No, no. The Lost Boys is great. It's, it's,
1: I like Kiefer Sutherland quite, in it. That's pretty much Kiefer where it ends. Yeah. Great.
2: Jason Patrick's great. Uh, Jamie Gertz is in this movie. Um, it's, it made kids our age want to be vampires, in my opinion. I wanted to be a vampire. I mean, it's, what, what was it? Sleep all day, party, party all night, sleep all day. It's fun to be a vampire. That was the tagline of the movie. I wanted to be a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I, I, are you sure
0: that's the tagline?
2: Yes, I, I have a poster in my room. You want me to go get how, it? <laughs> how old are you now? or <laughs> what, What's wrong with the Lost Boys po- poster in my room?
0: I mean that sounds more like a, a golden book of Halloween. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's a it's a great movie. It's a great movie. You got the Frog Brothers in it. Uh, uh, great soundtrack. Jason Patrick, you know, hanging from the bridge, and Keeper Sutherland. You are one of us. You know, it's it, it, it's a great movie. I watch it at least four times. I I love this movie. Yes. Lost Boys at number seven.
0: I, yeah, I'm giving you a hard time. I would know it would not be darken the doorstep of my top thirty, at least probably yeah. even fifty. But I did enjoy Ew. it. I do.
2: I, I thought we weren't shaming no, our our pick. Definitely. Dang it. Well, we sh-
0: <laughs> well we shame yours. Yeah, yeah. we
1: shame yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, that's fine. Yeah. That's fair
1: enough. Right. No, yeah.
0: I I I do I do like that movie. <laughs> I do.
1: I I'm the same boat. I like. did not
2: like the Lost
1: Boys. I like Boys? it, but I wouldn't rank it. No. Oh would, my goodness. It certainly would
0: not be anywhere near my top 10. Uh
2: but I literally have a poster hanging in my bedroom. You know what? That's why
0: we love you Mark and that's why you're part of the show as you have something <laughs> unusual. Um yeah. okay. So, number 6 for me. And this one at any given time could be much higher and it is probably one of my very favorite movies, but we're getting to that part where every one of these is one of my favorite movies. So, this one is 1980, I believe it's 1981. 1981 was a pretty, or no, 1980. Uh, 1980 was a pretty darn good year for movies and so was 81. But anyway, uh, the changeling, anybody nope. else have this on their list? Nope.
2: Nope. And I've never seen it. Oh, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I'd never it seen is, it. It is,
0: uh, a fantastic ghost story. Um, I know Joe's seen it cause I made him watch it, uh, at least once. And it's a terrific ghost story. It's one that I love to recommend to people. Because horror people, I think, have mostly watched it, except Mark. But uh, but pe- but average people who are uh, just looking for a scary movie to watch, a lot of them, you'd be amazed by how many people have just never seen this movie. And it is a terrific Ghost story. It's 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 got a great script. It's got great acting. George C. Scott is the main character. Uh, And it's got some really creepy uh, moments that don't go overboard. But there there's a seance that has been copied and uh, given homage or collage. Uh, many, many times in movies. Uh, in fact, the, the really, the the seance has been copied a whole lot in movies. And so, Mark, you will recognize it when you see this movie. You'll recognize that seance as something that you've seen over and over in, in different movies. But it's it's just terrific. It's, it's got, I think, a couple of the creepiest images I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, and I just I just love this movie. This is one of, I think anybody who, you know, thinks of movies that I love a lot would, you know, if they know me well, would definitely mention this one. And and some people would probably be shocked that it's not higher up on my list than it is. But Joe, you're probably a little surprised it's not higher up. And if you yeah, get so six months from now, it would probably be number three, but yeah, it is number six right now. Uh, so that's
1: the changeling, Joe, what's your six? uh, that sounded like a Top Gun reference. Um, My my number six, I hope neither one of you have this on your list, actually, because I like talking about this. Um, 2007's The Mist. And I mean the Frank Darabont movie, not the Stephen King book. Um, no, nope, it's I, not. It's, good.
2: No, go for it.
1: Uh, I, I love this movie, and I don't care if I spoil this. If you haven't seen it, go ahead, turn the podcast off, or fast forward, whatever, for a couple of minutes. This is, in my opinion the biggest middle finger to Hollywood happy endings that was ever made. I absolutely just love the ending of this film. The fact that he kills everyone in the car and is about to kill himself. And then all of a sudden the government comes to save the day and he, all needless killings in that. I I know I just spoiled a bunch of it, but tough. It's such a good movie. Go see this. I, if you actually, as as a matter of fact, if you have the opportunity I I bought a blu-ray version of this that not only has the original movie in it but they did a black and white version it's very good very interesting to watch this film in black and white Um, the thing I think I enjoy the most about this is the fact that it's not so much about the aliens that are coming in through the mist it's more about watching society decay about how we try to survive in an enclosed space with the people around us and just how different everybody thinks in a situation like that, the people in the grocery store are by far, by far, much more dangerous than anything outside of the mist. That's what I love, and it's true. Um, it rings true too, along with another Frank Darabont project, which is you know the first season, The Walking Dead, which I still think is the best of all the seasons thus far. But, again, just like The Walking Dead, the villains aren't the zombies. The villains are the other people that are left alive. So I I rewatch this movie frequently. I seek out people that have not seen it, and I, I drug them in hotels, and then I bring them into my house, and I make them watch The Mist, because then I get another opportunity to watch it, and then I let them go. So that's it. Yeah, the Mist. I
2: love this movie. It's
1: a, I
0: have not seen this movie, actually. Uh, so I, oh, yeah, I, I do need to watch this. No. I joe you will be very oh my God will be very inter- and thank you so much for spoiling it by the way but
2: uh <laughs> I mean, how have you not seen the mist man I, oh I my gosh uh,
0: I've seen the miniseries, uh, but i the from the, that I have the not. book yeah uh but I haven't seen the actual movie but uh, there you'll be interested in this Joe, if you love it so much there's a uh podcast done by director Mick garris where he uh, interviews Frank Darabont, and they talk a lot about The Mist.
1: Oh, I got to hear it. I got to hear it. And, you know, I like I said, I was a big fan of The Walking Dead, and I'd like to say was a big fan. It's gone totally off the rails the past few seasons. But that's the other thing I really liked about The Mist, is there's so many actors that were in The Mist that are also in The Walking Dead. So. You're a nutbag for not watching that movie, Matt.
2: Unbelievable! I'm I'm actually really shocked.
1: I I will watch it. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll get now it. I feel Shame. like I feel like an Shame. ass. I feel like a total yeah, you, butt uh, that I ruined the no, ending Joe, for No, Joe, like,
2: don't feel bad about that because that's not your. That's fault. on Matt. Yeah. That's on Matt. That is on Matt. I, I'm 100%. sorry. Uh,
0: that Joe gave away the ending to a movie that I haven't.
1: That's seen your yet, fault. That's my yeah. fault. He
2: yeah. even he even said, "Turn off the podcast, Matt. You should have turned it yeah. off." Because he, he literally said, I'm going to spoil the movie. You should
1: have muted your headphones, Matt.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I
1: should have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we
0: are at the halfway point, and we're already in an hour, so I think we will uh, split things up into two parts. Uh, this was 10 through 6. Next time, we will do 5 through 1 on the Cinescare Horror Podcast, which is really actually a great... Time for us to do it because summer there's not a lot going on, um, you know. Not I don't know what that has to do with anything, but <laughs> we can. We'll also
1: bring back uh, talking about Fear Street.
0: Yeah, next episode. And th- that's well. right, and then next the next episode we'll also talk about the last two episodes of Fear Street. Uh, you haven't.
1: Oh yeah, Joe fell asleep after five minutes. So, <laughs> but do you want uh, to spoil I, it so we're even? <laughs>
2: No, 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 don't.
1: I won't won't do that to you, Joe. Well, this is perfect that we're ending halfway because now it's a cliffhanger. Now we're going to have people on the edge of their seat for two weeks. Oh, my God. What's Mark's number three? You know, stuff like that.
0: They're going to be. But, I mean, (laughs) I I have a feeling our five through one are, I I think there's going to be a lot of overlap in those. I I know that maybe not a couple, but I think there's going to be
2: a lot of overlap.
0: You guys all had Apple dumpling, right?
2: Oh, I love that movie. I really do.
0: Although, maybe not, because Mark, I, I was not expecting Lost Boys to be in anyone's top ten. So, who knows? Mark might
2: yeah,
1: might, yeah. Mark might pull Mark, out some. <laughs> Where's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on your list, Mark?
2: Oh, that's a great song. No, stop! You, you ruined my childhood.
0: <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much, and please uh, go...
2: Wait! Uh, what? I thought we were going to do a ghost story. Oh, duh. That's right. Duh. We've I
0: forgot. Do we do have a ghost story to wrap things up, and uh, this one was sent by a uh, a user or not a user? Li- user, a listener. A listener. Tron?
2: <laughs> Get Tron, User.
0: A listener that actually Mark found this listener, right? And uh, do yes. you know the guy, or or is it just
2: no, no? It's it's just a, a, a listener that's been uh, following uh, some tweets and. Uh, uh I, I noticed he was a writer, so I, I asked him to uh that we're looking for uh, some short stories to uh to send in to us and he wholeheartedly agreed and got really excited about it, so I'm really excited to uh hear some uh spooky uh sounds from uh Joe.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Um <laughs> so the guy's name is Chase Foxwell and uh he goes and but it looks like his his uh, author name or a writer name is C. M. Foxwell, which I think is a pretty pretty good name. If you were a fox, a it name. would be a great name too. Foxwell. Um, Foxwell. Anyway, he wrote. This is actually an original story, Joe. It's not. Uh, this is not a ghost story legend from from a town or anything like that. Okay. Uh, this one actually is a, 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 an original short story, which is our first. On Cine- This is a CineScare podcast first. So, I will begin. Somewhere hiding where no man can find, there is a well. It is a small well built from ancient cobblestone and rotted wood. The builder of the well isn't known, though what is known is that if if one looks down into the depths of the well, they will see the cobblestone give way the dirt and rock becoming the unmistakable ring-like cavity of a human throat. The throat is older than memory serves, and it stretches into the deepest parts of the earth, growing and shifting in the dark, spreading itself like the roots of a tree, and offering nourishment to those who walk below. Few have seen the well and fewer still are willing to pay its toll to taste the sweet song that flows from its throat, singing memories and nightmares into your blood. The well demands much, but what it offers has turned poor men to kings and wise men to madness, mumbling their prophecies to the wind. Robert Kinsman was uh, just a boy when the well came to him. He had awoken to find the well had grown up from his floorboards, sitting in a dark corner of his room. Its song rose up from the depths, promising to show him wonders. Sights known only to angels and the dead. Excited, the boy leaped from his bed and gazed down into the well, peering into its throat and the darkness within. From the depths there came a sound, a flash of light. And the boy's eyes were stolen from him, plucked from his skull, and taken down into the depths. For a moment Robert could see nothing. Darkness and panic flooded his mind as he scrambled about the hardwood floor of his room, gore flowing down his cheeks. And then he saw. Heaven itself opened to him, flooding into his soul, filling his lungs and chest angels danced in his blood and with their teeth they tore their way through his skin dragging fistfuls of his innards out through his mouth it was the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen well when the well came to Mildred Mayhew she offered her children one by one she tossed them into the well the sounds of their screams and the snapping of their bones against the stones echoing as they fell In return, each day, a flower would grow in her garden. Every night as the sun set, the flower would blossom, revealing a small mouth in its center. All night long, the flower would whisper to her, telling her secrets that would follow her into her dreams. Now, as I said, nobody knows where the well came from, though there are many stories. Some say that when Satan fell to earth, the well grew up, around the place where he landed. Others say the well is empty, one of the forgotten aspects of creation, formed when God turned his mad eyes from his work. And then there is the story of William Abernathy. Huddled between the Red Mountains, one can find the little town of Holcomb's Pass. And there it had sat since the day it was founded, in the July of 1909 when William Abernathy first plunged his shovel into the dirt. Holcomb's Pass is a small secluded mountain community, boasting a population of no more than 60,000. and a humble little fishing industry, Lake Blanca provided a majority of the town's exports. To the west and into Holcomb's older districts, there once stood a well. The well was built by the town's founder himself, after claiming that the Lord came to him in the night instructing the well's creation. The well itself, only 37 feet deep and six meters in diameter, was drilled over the course of exactly 14 days per Abernathy's request and produced very little water. The water was described by the town's folk as bitter and rotten. On March 18th, 1936, the story goes that Abernathy was seen shouting and weeping, tearing at his clothing and hair. He drew in a small crowd, begging God for forgiveness, and climbed into the well. His body was never recovered, and the well no longer produced water. Perhaps he is still down there, deep in the embrace of the earth. So, Joe, I, I, I think that there might be some good opportunities there for some What was effects.
1: the author's name again?
0: The author's name is C.M. Foxwell, otherwise known as Chase M. Foxwell. Foxwell, more like Wrightswell.
1: That was fantastic. <laughs>
2: that was great.
1: Excellent joke there, Joe. I love yes, it. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, <laughs> yes, I, I no. had a lot of time to get that one set up.
0: <laughs> that was a fantastic story. Thank you, Chase. And uh, anybody out there who has, I, you know, I, I don't mind. They don't have to be real ghost stories, I guess if they're written as well as Mr. Foxwell's story. Then,
2: Very talented. Yeah, yes.
0: please please send them to us, and uh, they will be read here on the Cinescares podcast. Podcast Cinescares. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the taglines I give you guys.
0: You do. You give us some good ones.
1: Uh, yeah, yes, yes.
0: Okay, well, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, we will see you next time in two weeks with the final five of our top ten favorite horror movies of all time. And until then, have a great time, people, and please check out our shop, which will be posted on Facebook. Again, it is Cinescare.threadless.com. dot Threadless. That's Threadless l e s s dot com. Right? Is that what it? I- Yep, yep. it's right? yeah, yes that's it yeah cinder You read and it very uh, please, well. please please uh support the show by buying our merchandise it you'll get a great shirt or iphone case or whatever Got Coffee a mug yeah or not just iPhones i i believe there's samsung phone cases any of the popular phones there there's a case for them. coffee mugs right mark yep uh, there's there's um also Moist tote color. bags Mo- there's no moist um, yet yet yes we're working on that so please check it out and also check out the the Facebook group which is uh, what is it Cinescare Horror Fans
1: that Something sounds like great that. Yeah. yeah I'm not exactly sure and also don't forget to review us okay. yes if you like this episode uh, please let us know please give us a uh, four star five star three star doesn't matter be honest they yeah. Um, yeah. can't we can't
0: learn if you don't tell us. Exactly. And they help us. The more people review and rate the show, the higher it goes into the, what, the, the mystery of the, of the, yeah. the uh, algorithm, algorithm. That, yeah, yeah, at Facebook or uh, at uh, Apple and Google and everything else. So the more reviews, the more ratings, uh, it helps us out. So, yeah. And they don't have to all be five-star. If you only think we're all worth four stars, please give us four stars. It's fine. Uh, But try to be complimentary if you can, please. Anyway, (laughs) that's it for this week, and we will see you next time. Good night, everybody.
2: Good night, everybody. I'm a sucker for holes in the wall.